Okay, guys, welcome to the first ever podcast of latest music trends. I hope you've seen that every time. And in this podcast, as I kind of explained in the trailer, we will just be talking about music, latest music trends. Basically, what I like to talk about is the singers I listen to, the music that I listen to, and the stuff that a lot of people other like to listen to. For example, can we just start off by talking about Justin Bieber's Yummy? Because, okay, he is a great singer at all. Yummy just isn't it. And I feel like a lot of people agree. Because, first of all, when I listened to that song the first time, first of all, it didn't really appeal to me. The, even the name Yummy. And I, I heard of it, I'm like, okay, whatever. I heard it on the radio one day. And then, what I heard was a whole bunch of random words and mixed beats. I did not hear any kind of closure, any kind of rhythm. I had to listen to it about five times to find out, okay, yeah, this is kind of where, like, the verse is, this is the chorus, this is kind of where the dip is. I had to listen so many times to finally get it, and it was, like, kind of all over the place. And that's what you really don't want in music, because when you're trying to listen to music, try to get a structure. If there's no structure, you're distracted by, oh my god, where's the structure in this? So, that's why I was really concerned about Dustin Bieber's Yummy. I mean, like, it was really, it's an okay song and all. I feel like if she had more structure, and it wasn't just all mixtape. If it wasn't as mixtape, then I would be cool. But, um, Dustin Bieber's Yummy, it just, it, it's not it. It's not very yummy, yummy. It's not very good. So, yeah. It, it's, it's not it. So, I know I'm not the only person to think of this, because I was in school, and I was talking to my friends, and they're like, yeah, yummy, just ain't it. It's not it, sis. And <laughs> it's not, that's not okay. Like, I mean, a song is, a, like, a good song. It'd be better if it had structure. It'd be way better if it had structure. Right now, it's kind of like, okay, with well, the beat's okay, it's just... Where's the structure in this? And I know I'm not the other person to say that, and I know I'm repeating a lot. I repeat a lot of things a lot. But, I mean, it has to be said. If no one else is going to say it, I'm going to say it for them, because <laughs> yummy's not that yummy. So, yeah. Moving into Justin Bieber's ex-girlfriend, Selena Gomez. They've been working for a while now, like a really long time. Lose You to Love Me. I was there when that premiered, and I watched it on YouTube, and I loved it. And apparently that was recorded with an iPhone X, well, or iPhone 11. I don't remember which one. But it was so great. I sang that so much. It's such a nice, chill, calm song. I, you can listen to it when you go to bed. That's what I used to do for, like, the longest, longest time. It's great. And I love it. It's kind of just simple. Like, it's kind of so sad, melancholy, but at the same time, like calming and sweet to listen to. I don't know how Selena does it, but she outdoes herself every single time. I was literally listening to a song about with her. It was called Bad Liar. I feel like everyone knows this. It's like, with my feelings on fire, guess I'm a bad liar. And oh, baby, let's make... It was that song. And I was listening to it, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, this is really, really good. And now it ended up in my favorite songs playlist on YouTube. As I do it on YouTube, I don't use Spotify just because, I don't know, YouTube has a lot more stuff. And I tend to add things that aren't really real music anyway, <laughs> like parodies and rap battles, people versing themselves. I don't know. I do a lot of the, all that kind of stuff. So, hearing Lose You to Love Me was, like, great. Like, I was listening to it the first time, like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And I have listened to it probably a hundred times since it came out. Like, I'm not even joking. And I'm not bored of it yet. I am not, and trust me, I have listened to that so many times, you would not believe. So, 
Selena Gomez, I did herself. Once again, I purchased this new song out. I have not caught it yet. So we're going to move on to my favorite singer right now. And she is my favorite. Trust me, I love her. She's been my favorite singer since I was nine. And that is Sabrina Carpenter. Sabrina Carpenter. <sighs> With her singular act too, she like hit the roof. She collaborated with a whole bunch of people. I think she was a couple of people actually. There was, I know there was Sweetie and then there, I'm pretty sure it was something else. And then, also with Singular Act 1, go back to Singular Act 1 for Minlatte. Like, okay, I say Minlatte, I say, min, I say min latte. So get used to that. But, like, go back to Singular Act 1 for Minlatte because if we talk about Singular Act 1, I mean, come on, those songs were amazing. And then, especially, what was that song, Almost Love? That video was so surreal yet symbolic at the same time. And that's what I find so cool about it. Because when you're listening to symbolic, surreal stuff, that's like crazy. Because, I mean, it's kind of hard to do. Like, how do you make something like not even sound or look real in any way, but then somehow have this kind of meaning that you can relate to? Like, you think that and it sounds like easy on paper, but then you try to actually do it and it's like, oh my god, this is so difficult. How did Samir Harper do it? And Sabrina Carpenter, I feel like it's, like, she's getting up there, but she's still so underrated. And hold on, can we talk about Daya for a minute? Daya is super underrated. I have not listened to her songs in a hot minute, though. But I actually have been listening to one of her old songs called Thirsty. And that see Me. And honestly, that is just great. Daya is so underrated, and I listen. I'm pretty sure I listened to one of her newer songs recently. Actually, like one time, she is so good. Go give her more attention, guys, because she's amazing. Daya, D A Y A. She is so pretty. She's so amazing. Her voice is magnificent. I don't know how she's that. I don't know how she's like not Billie Eilish level this time. <laughs> so, Sabrina Carpenter. I thought I had to. I thought I would have to wait for another album to come out after Singular Act Two, but then she dropped Honeymoon Fades and like, what? And I listened to it. It was completely the opposite of what she usually sings. You should sing like, oh, because she's even talked about multiple times how Christina Aguilera used to be her big like. This used to be her big inspiration because she was like, oh yeah, I had such a deep voice and like, she heard Christina Aguilera's voice like, okay, yeah, I'm good now. <laughs> and you watched like that. I don't remember what it was. I think it was BuzzFeed. No, it was it was something on YouTube. It was like, she like answers her firsts, and that. Oh my gosh, I watched the video. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. But honeymoon fades. It started out so differently. You could tell it's her. She has a very distinctive voice and a very good voice. She never uses auto tune. She's amazing. I just I think. Honeymoon Fades is now my new favorite song. <laughs> I love it so much. And the thing is, it's completely not at all what she's used to. Like, it was different. It was gentle. It was more gentle than Use Lose You to Love Me. Like, <laughs> like in the first like verse, it's like, okay, super calm. And then the second verse comes, it's like, it's like, it's like higher. And it gets to about Lose You to Love Me level of, like, enthusiasm. And it's 
I was so shocked. Cause I was like, she was like, size and calm, closing my eyes, kind of swaying. And then goes to the second verse, like, this is kind of different. Kind of in, like, Bad Guy from Billie Eilish. Where, like, the end of it, it like, it kind of stops and it starts going to this weird beat that, like, you know, doesn't really seem like it belongs there. It, it really doesn't belong there. It does not belong there. But, like, it's still a cool song. Not still my favorite playlist. I still skip it every once in a while. I can skip every other song. <laughs> like, I skip a lot of songs. So, yeah. I know these aren't, like, latest, latest. Honeymoon Fades. This is kind of just, like, the latest, like, latest music trend, as this podcast is called. But basically, I think this stuff is so crazy to me. Because I keep up with a lot of these people, and I'm, like, I know so much about some of them. It's actually scary. Like, today, I was making Ariana Grande in The Sims. And then started singing her songs. Because, okay, I just need to talk about Ariana Grande for a minute. I haven't listened to her music in a hot either in a hot minute, a hot either. oh my gosh, in a hot minute either. It's just, Ariana Grande, it's just, her voice is so nice, her voice is so gentle, but she still manages to do all of that, like, crazy stuff, even though she sounds like such a sweet girl. Like, you hear, hear her laugh, it's like, hee Okay, I can't do it. But it's like a like, really cute giggle, and I love it so much. But then she goes to singing stuff, um, like, Seven Rings. <laughs> and, yeah. It's, I, I don't know. Also, as we're talking about this, I randomly have Sabrina Carpenter's Sue Me stuck in my head. Because, okay, Sue Me was great. Sue Me was amazing. Sue Me was my favorite song for, like, months. And that's a record for me. So, Sue Me by Sabrina Carpenter. There's a second chance. And something about the past. I have not song in a while now. But, like, it randomly stuck in my head now. Oh my gosh, when that song came out, I was, like, dying. I rewatched the video a lot. <clears throat> and I just think once Serena turned 18, that's when her music started to take a big twist. Because she turned 18, I'm pretty sure the first song she released was Almost Love. And it was the music video, and I watched it, I'm like, okay, she's clearly taking a different turn. <laughs> I mean, an adult now, what? <laughs> but that's just, like, crazy to me. Call I recognize her from songs that she made like Smile and White Flag and even on purpose. And then fast forward a couple years later, she's singing about almost love and turning guys into statues with her kiss. It was so weird. And now like her music's definitely changed since her album Evolution. Because this not Evolution, you listen to Singer Act too. They sound different. They're they're not only are they different meanings because they're different albums, but her style and music is different. And I wonder what changed that for her because that is actually so incredible how she just like became a different person after she turned nineteen. I completely did not get that at all, but I love her anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, I really can't speak. So, with Samira Carpenter. Honestly, I can go on about her forever and ever and ever. She is... She is so amazing. And I feel like she's getting up there, as I said earlier. But she's still underrated, in my opinion. Because I don't. I hear stuff about, like, Selena Gomez all the time. 
or Ariana or Taylor Swift, and I know that those are, like, mega celebrities. But, like, you barely hear stuff about Sabrina Carpenter. The only reason I ever see that kind of stuff on my news page is because I look her up all the time. And same with Daya. I, like, never see Daya. Because, like, I look and it's, like, I see a whole bunch of stuff about, like, Lee Ryan. Which, I know, that was sad and all. And, like, Henry Wayans and all that stuff. But those are deaths. But, like, and I was talking about this celebrity got a Grammy or, like, I don't know. I feel like there needs to be more those people doing out there. Because they're doing incredibly, they're doing incredible things. Like, we've seen something like, Selena Gomez's new song is leaving fans quaking. Like, why can't they or Sabrina Carpenter get that? Because I feel like that's what makes them underrated. You never see that kind of stuff. You never see them being recognized for their hard work. Because... Both Sabrina and Daya have been working their butt off since they were teenagers, since they were kids. I mean, Sabrina even said that she started getting music lessons when she was, like, six. So, there has to be some kind of recognition for that. And although, you know, Selena Gomez was on, like, Barney and stuff when she was, like, six. Well, she was, like, nine or ten. I don't know. But recognition, okay? Recognize them for their hard work. Make them work harder. Because they want to impress their fans even more and more than ever. That's the kind of encouragement that people need to get up there. And I feel like they might fall down because no one's recognizing them enough.